0: time it's time so get your popcorn ready it will be political Political. it will be biblical. biblical we must stay vigilant we must remain watchful so sit back
1: and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth welcome to the Watchmen.
0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchman Podcast. My name is Casey. So good to be back with you guys today. Today is uh, February 2nd, 2023. It's Groundhog Day. Unbelievable. January is already gone. It blitzed by. Uh, Great things are beginning to happen. We're seeing good things every single day unfold before our eyes, finally. Uh, But before we get into that, before I get into my guest here, I just want to update everybody where you can find us. You can find me on Instagram, the underscore Watchman underscore podcast. Um, I'm going to start posting there more. I promise, putting out videos. I haven't used it that much because I got so disgruntled whenever they, uh, whenever the January sixth thing happened. I was abruptly taken off Facebook and Instagram. No, no um, warning or anything. No, nothing like that. So it's just hard for me to want to build it back up if they're just going to take it back again. But anyways, Twitter underscore uh, Casey underscore Cusick. Uh, Anchor.fm, if you want to support the podcast, forward slash KC756. Thank you to those of you that already do and continue to. I appreciate it. Uh, PayPal.me forward slash one word Watchman podcast. And also Venmo is uh, KC-Cusick-5. Have a wonderful guest today that I was able to connect with via mutual friend. Um, Harry, it's so good to have you on the show. Harry is from England. I'm going to let him introduce himself a little bit, but um, he's been taken down from you know, one of the things that I want him to discuss is his kind of his journey and his story of how he got to where he's at now. But one thing that kind of uh keeps us to, that may, brought my attention to him immediately was he was being shadow banned. He was being taken off, off of um, social media left and right with thousands of followers at a time. And he would gain it back up and they'd strip it back down again. And so, you know, it's, it, it's some things that I can relate to. And also one of the things that really woke me up to this whole thing back in, I guess early 2020, like most of us started waking up to these things when we had a lot of time on our hands and, uh, Harry, you know, I I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the, coming on the show and, uh, God bless you and what you're doing. And I'm going to let you take it from there.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Casey. And and thank you for inviting me on and thank you for everyone that's listening. Um, my name's Harry. I go by Harry, the soul coach, and I'll I'll come onto that after. Originally from London, and I grew up there my whole life. I started off in uh, the fitness industry, and in 2009, I actually got introduced to a truth documentary called Zeitgeist, and that was like my first intro. Then I set up a company. I set up two gyms in London, uh, personal training studios, and that was in 2009, and we went on to become one of the most uh, successful personal training studios in the UK. Uh, we later on started the education side of that as well. So we train people to become personal trainers and I had a real passion for teaching. And it was based on the experiences through the gyms. Uh, I got to work with a lot of the corporate world. So I I, I realize now that I never uh, vibrated on the same um, frequency <laughs> as a lot of the people. And, and looking back now, I know really why. Mm -hmm. And I got an experience in that world and I worked with bankers, insurance, hedge funds, lawyers, and I realized what stress was. Um, The lifestyle uh, was work hard and then they just go out every night of the week. It was it was interesting to see over that time. But I also saw how much effort they put into their work was the same in the gym but there was missing certain parts of their life and it wasn't just about fitness and nutrition we, we were quite uh, highlighting the the need and the importance for sleep rest um and then also then working on your inner feelings being creative so quite quickly we established that fitness was a lot more um than just focusing on that one label it's it's your whole life so we we started working with people and and seeing some big transformations So I always had a knack for helping people. Uh, During that time, I met stress. I lived an entrepreneur lifestyle. I set up two separate companies and I got hit really bad period where the first turning point, I had a massive panic attack on a, a, a school reunion in a Greek island. And I'm crying in front of all my mates. I couldn't work where I was. I was drinking, doing a lot of drugs at the weekend. And... Literally put everything on hold. I was procrastinating. Uh, I was blaming my main business for why I was stressed, but I just wasn't dealing with anything. Uh, then started uh, meditating. I got into meditation, um, but still going out, living that entrepreneurial lifestyle, just have a bit more awareness at this point. And then the second part of uh, like the big turning point in my story was I got arrested three times in, in around 18 months One was in Texas, first night in Texas, and I was a cheeky, I was cheeky, I was never aggressive, never got into fights or anything, but I'd say the wrong place, uh, wrong time. And um, the last uh, situation, I didn't want to go to a bachelor party that I got invited to, and I woke up in a cell in a Spanish island called Tenerife, I don't remember how I got in there. I was in my swimming shorts and wow. I turned I turned around and I'm like, oh, my God. And, and that was the moment I, I, at the time, I didn't realize i just got this voice that said, what are you doing with your life right now? You've got no control of it. And then when I went on my journey, I realized that was God speaking to me clear yeah. as day, like it was there. Um, so that was five years ago in March and since then I've been on a a, a, a journey spiritual journey like every part of this now I'm enjoying um, life I found my purpose and uh, what happened was I, I stopped drinking which is it's a spiritual journey on its own in the fact that you worry about how other people perceive you first you're a bit shy with why you're not drinking you're trying to justify it to the point where you're like no It doesn't even become a discussion anymore. So you get to the point where you stand on your truth. And that's kind of set me up nicely for where I am now. So from there, I went on to um, getting myself a coach, which changed my life quite quickly and helped me uh, understand or understand that we're always in control of all of our thoughts, all the feelings that we're in control of it. And quite quickly, simple decisions changed big problems that I used to uh, give myself and then I, I started getting this passion for realising that I wasn't actually coaching people with the gyms and with the teaching. I was telling them. Right. And then quite quickly, coaching is all about like being there and just listening and just just observing people. And then COVID hit. And so at one point, I lost a lot of passion and love for my gyms. I had a business partner. We didn't see eye to eye on anything outside. Um I've always been into truth, and just to give you an example, I used to post videos on Facebook, get absolutely ridiculed, then my business partner would say, what are you doing posting that? I would delete it off, I would apologize, and then I'd say, I won't post it again. And then I'd post again, and this is continuation (laughs) all the way through, and I realized it was ego versus soul. Right. And this is my that was my biggest teacher was my business partner at the time. I just couldn't stand him. And so I had a lack of passion for my business. And then COVID hit. The whole company went uh, into lockdown nine months. The the city of London just disappeared and we were just spiraling out of um, control. Trainers obviously not renting our space anymore. There was no need to. Um, So it was a year of survival. At the same time, and this is where the word soul coach comes in, I started working with people that had been told they're going to die. In most cases, they'd been through mainstream medicine. Uh, I call it big cancer, not big pharma. And they've done chemotherapy, radiotherapy. And the hospital's like, sorry, we can't help you anymore. You've got this much long to live. So I started working with a lot of people that had been given that ultimatum. And if anyone tells you, by the way, you've only got so long to live, that's a myth. You can choose to take that on as a truth. It's like someone saying, "There's COVID." You can take that on as a truth, or you can mm-hmm. say, "Hang on a minute, I'm, I'm doing." It. So right. what I started seeing quite quickly was, when when you when you've been told you're going to die, what happens straight away is your ego runs away. It just goes like every excuse you give yourself, every worry, you make the decisions now what you want to. And all I got by speaking with these people was their truth, just constantly from their soul. So. That's where soul codes come from. And whilst I'm seeing miracles take place in, in what we would call a short amount of time, I also saw the meaning of life quite evidently because their truths were making me hold a mirror up. And the things that I was moaning about and complaining about, there's nothing to complain about when you see how simple life is. And what always happened every time, there was that, I wish I just did this before. Why didn't I realize it was this easy? And and that's how simple life is. So everything I do now, my philosophy in life is simplify life down to a choice. And that choice is one that you get to make in every moment. If you're present, present is you're the gift. And in that gift, you get to choose, which I feel like is the best gift you can have in life is, is the choice. So I work on like words we'll come on to words and 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 the law after i'm so big on words and you can help change people by bringing awareness to the words that we speak and again another philosophy for me now is if you listen today and if even if you're feeling now you'll feel calm that's a truth and i speak positive words and you come at me with negativity I, i meet up with positivity never forget always remember don't stop keep going not bad good thank you you always have a choice to change it so i have become so kind of true to my word and that's kind of helped me in good stead in terms of the truth so i'll, I'll continue now because this is getting me to present day so I w- all that truth coming out of people made you go within like what feels right that for me is your soul when you're with your soul you co-create with god and when you're not you're unconscious just ego Ego is edging God out. So for me, you use your ego as your teacher at this point. And so over the years, I've always been posting and and diving into 9/11, Boston Marathon, Sandy Hook, the Florida Pulse shooting. Very, like there was all these different things going on under the Obama uh, thing. So That's I've had a massive right? interest in. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and even but, even but, that then. But, but
0: but remember, he was out there and said he never had one. Um, conspiracy or any kind of crisis during his presidency,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, we used to get censored back in 2015 because of uh, Obama, mm-hmm. and there was a, a executive order he put on the whistleblowers. So anyone that coming out and outspoken against that administration were completely ruined, and and that's why there was so little people speaking out back then is because we keep hearing about all these suicides and people going missing and stuff is because these evil people are that powerful to to do that and i know your story now as well is Mm -hmm. look how they've done that to
0: you right that's exactly right that's exactly what they're doing that's exactly how they work you come out against them and then they you know i had a, um, a lady on my podcast the other day And it was she was talking about this operation called Operation Chaos and Operation Chaos was an operation that the government put out there to come against some of these whistleblowers that were sex slaves or sex trafficked. And they came out and they started telling what happened to them and they would do things like, uh, you know, take money out of their bank account. They would cause them to lose their job. They'd call their people where they worked and say, you better fire them or else we'll shut your business. I mean, just all these horrible things like what you're saying. So just to confirm what you're saying, that's exactly how they work.
1: And, and and it's every part of society, we, you can see it now for where it is. It's it's such an evil and sinister system that we've all been born into. So what what happened was, as my, my, my business was kind of a year of surviving, I went out to Brazil, met the woman that I loved, a country that I fell in love with uh, for Christmas. And I just said to my business partner, you can have the business after 12 years, I'm going out to Brazil. And wow. so I went out there, during the pandemic Um, and at first remember when it was really difficult to travel uh, Mm -hmm. right at the start of it I actually meditated because I got turned away at the airport um, to get out to Brazil the first time I didn't plan it properly and they said uh, Brazil are not letting anyone in from the UK I then meditated the next night how am I going to get to Brazil and this is when I started really tapping into uh, my inner wisdom I had two bubbles that popped out of me one went chariot mexico so i typed in mexico chariot in google and what came up was this statue called the chariot statue in mexico city and in that post in the corner was the sheraton hotel so i, I booked it up just straight away and i got to brazil in two days wow. so i spent five <laughs> i spent five months out in brazil and this was when covid vaccines had just been started to in, uh, introduced, um and, and more and more people starting to experience taking the vaccines and and what i got uh really firsthand to to witness was i was a complete removal from uh mainstream media because I, I and the only thing that was playing in the house that i was stand was cnn brazil oh my god 24 hours the guy <laughs> that i was living with was um a lawyer. So he just had this on all the time and I'm just seeing it's the same as what you see in America. So right. I later found out that Trump's been using Bolsonaro as like a test dummy because he was outspoken. Mm-hmm. And what was uh, what was quite ha- uh, funny with the local people, they, the media had spanned it so much and said Bolsonaro doesn't care about us because he's not getting the vaccine in. We demand the vaccine to come in. And in the media, they put him up for crimes against humanity and they said this is disgusting. He doesn't care about his people. So I got to witness that out there. However, all my coaching clients and and the stuff I was putting out was just the odd video here and there. And I just said to people, don't look at the vaccine. like It's bad. Just stay away from it. Don't get caught up in the stress quite naively. Um, and then. And then the truth really started kicking in. And this is where I really fell into what I'm doing now. And and I've uh, definitely got a role that I'm playing to help people see everything that's going on, but also allow people to make their own discernment. And with that, make their own decisions based on their feelings and get through all the noise. My mum and dad wanted me to come back to visit them. They'd moved house. They wasn't really uh, happy where they was. So I was like, all right, I'll come back for three weeks. at this time we were now a red zone country brazil is one of the worst places for covid i'm middle in the middle of nowhere (laughs) just free as like that so i'm i'm i've now got to come back and what the government website is and and i've always known my rights and the government website at the time on the coronavirus act 2020 to come back from a red zone country you have to go into a hotel quarantine for 10 days you have to pay £2,500 to stay in that quarantine wow. <laughs> and, th- and and then you can go out. And because it's an act, that means it's acting. It's the legal system. It's not the law. So I said, right, well, I'm going to document this all the way back, coming back. So I recorded it all um, and I shared my whole experience to the point where I got back to the UK uh, through France um, didn't didn't have to do any of the procedures, no PCR tests or anything, and because I had one document from the FDA CDC that said PCR tests have now failed, they they're going to be removed at the end of right. the year. So when they said um, you need a PCR test, my my power is questions. So I said, um, why would I need a PCR test when they don't work? And I just you can see they was getting frustrated, but I like but why would I wear one? They don't work. Why would I have one? Sorry. And then my other question that I had is, what law am I breaking? So as soon as I got into the UK, that was when it, uh, it all happened. So I got into the UK, my, my, part of my suitcase went off to a separate terminal. So they knew I'd come in from a red zone country. I turned up to the um, registration with the immigration on there and he said, oh, hotel um, confirmation, please. I said, I, I won't be going to the hotel. Yes, you will, everyone does. I said, I won't be going to the hotel. What law is that? It's the coronavirus emergency act. What law is that? It's the emergency act. What law is it? And you could see it was getting flustered. Um, and then I had my phone up here, and, and this was the key thing, is um he said you can't allow, you're not allowed to record in here. So if anyone says that to you, say, Well, you're recording me <laughs> right, with all that's their cameras. Exactly right. <laughs> right. And and so he had to go and get the police, and I was prepped for this. And then the two police come and said, you're going to the hotel quarantine. And I read them out their rights. And uh, you can see on my video, I changed the conversation around. I said, are you acting under oath? And I said, okay, well, let me tell you your rights. And um, I said, under the Criminal Act, uh, Police Act of 96, section 26, subsection 3. And I'm reading it out to them, and their mouth had dropped. I said, um, a constable that's acting uh, knowingly with their powers and privileges uh, unlawfully, that's a 14-year prison sentence. So if they arrested me, they, they've got 14 years on their head, they still arrested me. Wow. And you could see they took, it in, they, they took it in turns to arrest me. And they had to let me out after five hours because for every hour that I was in there, I'm, I'm invoicing them a £1,000. So they had to let me out because it would have been an expensive day. And that video just went viral. And then what happened was I started getting connected with people around the UK and started helping people with common law. But it allowed me then just to talk about all this stuff that I had been hiding for a little while. Um, I've always been a big Trump fan and and I'd say one of his biggest fans in the UK and helping people see what has been going on over here. And yeah, now I'm I'm, now I'm. um, over in Arizona um, where it's all about to go off.
0: (laughs) I want to, I want to just stop you there for a minute because I want to ask you a question and I really want you to answer it. Honestly, what, because there's a lot of people that aren't Trump supporters or Trump fans and they have the biggest problem. And I just want you to explain what was it that made you now you're from England. You grew up in England. You lived in England. You've grown up under the prime minister and also the, the uh, monarch, you know, with the queen and all that. What made you, what made you attracted to Donald Trump? What made you like him as a candidate or what made you like him as a president?
1: Okay, well, let me me ask you a question first. So the worst crimes ever in this world, I would put up there, and you could agree, most people would, human trafficking, paedophilia, and the most darkest, that's got to be the worst of the worst, right? That's right. And then up up there, war has got to be some of the worst too. That's right. So my... My theory is if we sorted out the worst of the worst crimes that for some reason don't get spoken about enough, now we know why there's a lot more people involved. That If we got rid of the worst of the worst, would the world be a better place? Of course. And his ninth executive order that he signed in quite quickly was to combat and eradicate human trafficking. That was the – so I'm like, okay – and when he was president-elect, I was that was when I got arrested in Texas. I was on a road trip in America. So I, I was in Texas, New Orleans, uh, Memphis, and then Nashville. And so the conversation was, did you vote for Trump? Did you vote for Trump? We were just right, and no one admitted it. However, on that trip, about five people would come back to the conversation when I did vote for him. And it was... <laughs> And it was the same every time, so it's almost like there's a secret here. So I started paying attention, and being a truth of all the years, I just assumed that anyone at the top, they're all evil. They're all part of the same club, and we've just got to make the most of a bad world. And then, then I saw something, and it just changed everything. And then after that, I realised that there's so many more good people in this world than than anyone else. So yeah, so the paedophilia, human trafficking, he's he's signed in nine executive orders and. You should see, I'm talking to a foundation in Vegas at the moment, Agape Rescue Children, and look at what they say about just Trump and his administration and the survivors and stuff. So that's one. And the second one, we all, we're, we're about to experience war. If you look at the news, we keep hearing war and all these leaders are pushing it. There's one man who's not, and that's Trump as well. And in 2020, if people just look, and my ask is, yeah, I got triggered by him initially too. But look what I just said, human trafficking one. It's all about the children. In 2020, Trump went and, and changed everything. So uh Israel, he went out to Israel and he created four peace deals: Israel, Morocco, Israel-Sudan, Israel, UAE, and Israel's um Bahrain. Trump orchestrated all of that. He created a peace deal with North Korea and South Korea. He normalization of Hong Kong, Venezuela, Serbia and Kosovo. Trump did all of that. That was in 2020 when COVID was going on. He got four Nobel Peace Prize nominations for that. So, when people argue and stuff, I'm like, well, for me, I support anyone exactly. <laughs> that does that. But, and when you look into it after, it's like, oh, and I think that turning point, what we're about to experience, is we're going to get a choice. Are we going to fight against Trump's deal? and can't let go of that attachment, but he is pushing peace. He's calling for the death penalty for pedophilia and human trafficking and stuff like that. Uh, he's got all the peace deals and he's got all the relationships with Putin, Z and Kim, or are you just going to continue and let the war happen? Like what do you want? And, and that for mm-hmm. me, is, it's easy.
0: And you know, one of the things for me easily was, cause I'm a Christian. I grew up, like I said, my dad was a pastor and I grew up in church and, so you know i'm jesus christ my lord and savior and you know one of the things is he pushed from day one is religious freedom which i understand there's other people that believe things that i don't believe but we ought to all have the freedom to be able to worship because if we all can worship then i can worship but if they start look at what they did with covid what did they shut down it wasn't the mosques it wasn't it wasn't these uh buddhist temples it was the church that's the first thing they wanted i know you saw that in england too not only did they shut us down they put put uh um masks on our face to cover our mouth so that we wouldn't be able to share as well because the why? They want us, they want our side totally, completely muted. They don't want us to say anything unless it agrees with what they did. And I would like, Harry, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about what it's like in England. I know I heard you on um, one of your podcasts talk about what the BBC is like. We're talking about Trump. So you were talking about what the BBC and, and the, the way the media portrays Trump in England and you even said, and I'll let you you're better at it than me, but you were talking about how people in England don't get the true information on Donald Trump. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yeah, so it's been, uh, so I'm out in Arizona now and it's been really interesting for me to observe it as someone that loves your country, um, but also to see what's going on. So in the UK, you've got two things. You're, You're awakened and you're awakening now. So you realize all the corruption. So that means the government, the TV, that's all lies. So we now know where to go. Telegram. We've got a channel called um, News GB, which I guess is like a Fox News. It's just showing the, the other side, but it's good versus bad. All the politicians. There's no one at all that's fighting for the good people um, that we can see. So it's quite easy to make that uh, um, you can see it all. Whereas yeah. in America, which I come over, you 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 also have rhinos, you traitors right. completely. So. So you've got you've got people that are sleep pro narrative. That's fine, but then you've got people that are wearing the t-shirt and they they want just good, but now they're getting deceived by people and it's infiltrated all over. That's right. That's right. The other and the, and the other hard thing that people can't even get their head around is that in the UK, uh, Arizona's bigger. <laughs> so I'm in Arizona. So just the state of Arizona, let alone all your other states that you have is bigger than our country. So you can imagine why it's uh, taking longer for people to, to unite here because you've got a lot more infrastructure to build and spread out. You, there's 8 million people in London and there's only 7 million people in Arizona. So we've got more people in London. So in in, in our whole country, in the island, we are a lot more united. So you, you can't deceive us. We've got a whole history now, I, I think that because we've been through it all and we're so condensed. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, you could target certain communities and trap them in like, and so that's been quite interesting. So in, in the UK, the BBC, they, they're they pro-narrative. So pretty much your CNN, your MNSBC out here, that's the BBC and they report no other alternative stories. We did a march when I was in uh, brazil in the in the peak of the uh, july two thousand twenty one We had one point two million people on the march in london, and it was amazing when you look at the um the drones and stuff that started up with about ten thousand in two thousand and twenty so there was this movement happening b b c didn't even mention it not not wow. not even the slightest and 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 that was good for people to also question why aren't they reporting that any other march we see all the time but this one there was more than anyone and it was friendly and yeah, yeah so the BBC have kind of been the um the bullhorn and they've projected all this noise and without without them there would be no COVID and when when it comes to Donald Trump in you, so you've got pro narrative that just hate Trump he's a is uh, sexist he's a racist he's a xenophobe just a narrative right. but then you've got the people that are awakened in the UK I call them the grumpy moody UK truthers he's a controlled opposition he's a Zionist he's a <laughs> Freemason and like they haven't got an understanding what's going on and it's all done through fear so with as a soul coach as well if you're told you're going to be dying getting angry getting triggered getting emotional is not good for your healing Mm -hmm. so it's not a truth so as soon as I see people get angry and triggered it means they haven't done the work and for me there's nothing to be fearful of now the only thing is fearful is what you're holding on to because all the answers are there we just got to be able to navigate and have a look and then make our own decision because you're not going to get shown it on the mainstream for now it's coming but not at the moment and as soon as you go to source, then Trump, military combat and human trafficking, which all coming back to. And now you're starting to see stuff on Twitter, which is bringing everyone back together again, because the truth is coming out with COVID, um, the vaccines and all the other corruption that goes with it.
0: That's exactly right. And you know, you are right. Uh, Twitter has gotten to, to be a place now where it's like it was before, you know, before COVID happened, and even maybe even before that, whenever you know, that the only stuff that needed to be taken off there in the first place was the pedophilia and the perversion and the things that they were using to traffic other humans and children. And uh, it seems like, according to Elon Musk, which is also interesting, what the one of the main things is that he was going to stop human trafficking and pedophilia on Twitter. So that's 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 pretty telling as well. Harry, also, I want to ask you uh, just uh, talk about a little bit on uh, tell us where, are you still on TikTok or they keep taking you off TikTok or?
1: Yeah, I, I've given up now on TikTok. It's like I set an account up and it gets banned before I even post now. So I, I started on August TikTok and I was getting frustrated that none of my accounts, Facebook took me off, LinkedIn took me off, Instagram censored me so much because that, that video coming back from Brazil, uh, 3,000 followers in three days went up from that video. And my following never went up once since after I started posting all of it, and it's almost like I kind of got insulated from getting uh, reported on. And whoever wanted the truth would come on, and they followed me for a while now. And then um, I someone mentioned TikTok, so I did one post, and in three weeks it fifty five thousand followers and twenty million hits. Wow! And then I i just kept getting so my hashtag is um harry the soul coach now and it's up to about 11 million on that hashtag however there's no point me posting anymore because i do one video i've got Mm -hmm. trolls that just report me all the time um i I must have done about 22 23 accounts but i always had one spiritual account so all the soul worker did so they my, my, my thought process was they're never going to take this one down. There's nothing. In the end, they just took all my accounts down. It was on my phone. Wow. And that was my sign is to stop doing that uh, now. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not on TikTok anymore. I've got Rumble. Um, I like TikTok, though, because it's short of simple videos for people just to go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: And tell me a little bit, too, about your Rumble channel. You have a, Don't you have a Friday? You said you have a Friday thing that you do? Is that on oh, your Rumble yeah. channel or that's on your website?
1: That's on my website as well. So I um, I run, uh, I guess you could call a meditation. So I like to label it an experience. And once you've had the experience, you give it the description and, and the definition. Um, but they're all based on healing. And so every Friday I, ran, uh, I run uh, two international healing spaces and I encourage everyone to come on. One for you, because we are in a war and we do need to uh, return back to our soul and two is for anyone that you have in your life that is suffering that is stressed that maybe have had damages complications is to be in that space and send the love there and energy is real it is powerful and we've had all sorts of uh powerful shares that come up like even reconnecting with their dad we had a lady who said he come and sat next to me and held my hand that wasn't the intention but she come out and said and it was like You can't take that away. And 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 so that's that's my love. I could do that all day long. And that is the eventual plan to sell out arenas and take people through an experience together. You share the energy of love and that becomes a knowing of who we are and and where we start from. When life throws complications our way, we've already got that safe space that we can always return to and then and deal with whatever comes uh, to us
0: and harry is another thing is here i want to ask you you know what do you see you know my show is called the watchman podcast and the you know the bio of the show is a political outlook on what's going on biblically in the world today harry what would you say based on what you know where are we what, what where are we right now in the world what's going on
1: so a lot of people ask when's it ending when's it ending <laughs> I, I uh, avoid. Pe- I encourage people to avoid that question now, because if you're looking for an end, life doesn't end. It continues. The awakening has already started, though, and it's just in a full momentum. You can see it now, though. It's like yeah. every day there's like five or six different things. You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, reveal, exposing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're very close, and we're, we're at the stage now, for me, uh, we've heard about beware of the storm, but the storm's gonna be the people's reactions that have chosen not to engage and not to look and not to be open to the deception that we've been born into. And their reactions of waking up, it's gonna be hard for them. They're gonna get a big dollop of it all in one go. And for me, if we can look at our loved ones knowing that we have been in a war, rather than going, oh, I told you so and Welcome them with open arms. Like allow them to go through it, or and just say, look, it's all good. It's all good. So for me, we've already won this war. If you if we go back to Trump's trip around the world 2017, you see, started in Saudi Arabia, and then three weeks later, eleven princes were in prison. Then uh, Al lead, which was the multi-billionaire that funded human trafficking, he he's now in prison. That was quickly he went to Brazil, and then John of God, three months later, was in prison. Israel, all the peace deals started there. So he went around the world. He stepped in front of the Queen. He then took over that. So all I, I say to people, if you go and watch that trip first and listen to the talk that he did to the 56 Muslim leaders, all about peace, all about ending terrorism, you'll see that we were in control at that point. However, the war is the clear, clear up phase now. So all the Americans have now been put through this horrible for the last few years of seeing the lies seeing the voting fraud seeing all the corruption seeing people not speaking about god and they are putting this satanic stuff out like it's, we've had to go through it all however by that and by us being presented with the fbi are not on our side the cia are not outside the military not doing anything they are guys they all are on our side you have to go and um know that there's a lot more good people in this world we just allow these animals to think like they're in control and a great way to cement that is go and watch the docu series on netflix called fear city rudy giuliani where he takes down the mafia in the 80s using something called the rico act And as soon as you watch that you realize how smart the fbi are and everything they do to capture these criminals and that was in new york I feel since then, that was the blueprint to take down this evil for the whole world. And we're we're literally at the final, final pieces of that now. There's everything that you're seeing, Hunter Biden, Arizona in election fraud, Carrie Lake. uh, You've got all the documentations now, the Biden family, Pizzagate's coming back in, like it's all at the last part but what it does it leaves the people on full show that they're all connected Biden's Pelosi's Hillary Clinton's Obama's and then one person that's Bushes yeah (laughs) all the people that pushed war and then you've got the other side is Trump administration and all the patriots all around the world now that are that have done done a role within this war, and also is the communities and the building of the new systems going forward. So, yeah, for me, all there is is good. It's just we just need to observe this and make sure that we continue doing our role within this uh, war.
0: I agree with you, man. That that's great, and uh, man, it's hard to come up after that one. You're you're you know, see, seeing the way things happen. You know, I understand what you're saying about how people the negative side, because anything that you see out there in which we know disinformation was necessary and everybody goes, and what's so crazy about it is whether it be the enemy or what, of course it starts with the enemy. They know that disinformation for whatever it's worth, if it's negative, like you're saying, everybody goes to the negative first. Oh, it can't be this way. No, he's a, he's one of them. Trump's one of them. He's a Jesuit too. He's a Zionist too. He's a Freemason. He's all these other things. And in the reality is though, but what is he doing right now? It's against all that that they believe. So how can I believe that he is one of them, but yet he's tearing them all down? It's two different, yeah. it's two different things. And I do believe, um, just to go back a little short version of why how I came to the same some a similar um reality that you did back in 2020 was i started watching my wife was on to me over and over and over again watch the fall Cabal series watch the fall Cabal series and i'm like come on you know i don't want to watch it so i don't watch the fall Cabal series she said you just need to watch it and don't say anything just don't don't be negative don't say oh i'm just turning it right off because right off the bat it just exposes like 20 things that you have been taught your whole life were true but then you come into reality of like and janet ozenbard does such a fantastic job at researching i mean it's just she's like She is a professional researcher. She didn't just all of a sudden make all that stuff up. She was already that before she came out with the series. And then they had the Falkenball uh, sequel, man. And it is just so powerful and it's so good. And it shows just from the beginning of the U S how we got to where we are now. And what made me at the beginning, all of a sudden realize that this stuff's true was they started taking it down on YouTube. When the censoring really first started, got ramped up right at the beginning of COVID. All of a sudden they took it. And I'm like, why would they take? And then the first thing was they only took down episodes five and six. Well, that was all about Pizzagate. And I was like, God, well, all then the next thing, you know, they took out the ones at the end, episodes nine and 10, which was all the good stuff. And it's like, why would they take that down? And so then I started saying, and then she says on there about, she talks about Q. So I was like, well, what's Q. So I started researching what all, and then then you just begin to research. And I started, I was like, Oh my God, this stuff was right out here in front of you this whole time. And what's even crazier. And I heard you talk about this on another uh, one of your shows too, is about movies. Like they've been programming us in these movies for years to handle this stuff. Even though you don't realize yeah. it, they're doing that to you so that once it happens, they can boo the bang, bang. everybody heard this way, put your masks on, please stay six feet apart, wash your hands for at least thirty. seconds Just, you hear the things, Oh, you know, I'm from Florida. And so, we went to theme parks a lot, but we really quit going to the theme parks because every time you were there, it was like you were in this big psyop that you're hearing every 30 seconds over the loudspeaker, stay away from everybody else, keep your mask above your nose. And it's like, I am not paying to do this. This is insanity. Yeah. And so then once you start really researching in all these things, and that's why I encourage everybody, you know, don't take necessarily what Harry's saying. Don't take what I'm saying. Don't take anybody. Look for yourself because once you see it for yourself, it's one of those things once you see, you can't unsee and it almost can get you to a place unless you really do. And see, i meditate in the word of God. So what, unless you do those type of things, because it, it'll give you cognitive dissonance. And I really got that on those episodes. I had to quit after two or three, you can't quit watching and all of a sudden you see how evil there is in the world. And you're like, man, I mean, how could anybody be this evil? How could you do that to an innocent child? And then you see some of these videos come out with these politicians and their kids script. And it's like, they're getting thrilled off of this. And it's just like, what is going on? But then when you step into the reality of, well, of course, this is the way it was. I mean, this is the way it always was going back to biblical days. I mean, you read about Nimrod in the Bible and what he did and how he married his own mom and it's all this sick stuff. And and what did they do back in the old, like go in the book of Ezekiel and you hear Ezekiel who was a prophet in the Bible and he's crying out to God, help our land, heal our land. And he's telling them, come here, I'm going to show you what they're doing in the temple. He took them through the temple and the Sanhedrin and the, the religious leaders who were supposed to be leading the people straight to God almighty from the temple mount. Are participating in human sacrifices. They're participating in child sacrifice. They're participating in corruption. Every, all the same stuff we're seeing now. Why it was Baal worship. What do you gain? You gain power, money, and um, fame. It's all the things. If you go read in the, in the Bible, what the Bible describes Satan as how beautiful God created him before he fell from heaven, he was all the things that we on earth strive to get and gain. And so then you turn over to Matthew 6, and you realize why it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things are going to be added to you, all these things that we ask for because it comes from God, not from him. Anyways, here, I'll get off my, <laughs> I can preach for hours, uh, but, uh, uh, but, but no, so so that's really what got me stirred up about the whole thing. And, you know, and, then, and then coming back to, I really want to start a podcast, want to start a podcast. I was scared, afraid, afraid, afraid. Oh, what's everybody going to think? Nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's going to listen to me. June, forget what it was, 23rd, 24th, I don't know, 2021, when the FBI knocked at my house with AR-15s pointed at me and my two two children and wife at the time, before we had our yeah. son. And, P- uh,
1: people list, people listening as well. Uh, uh, when when Casey told me this story, it was just even trying to imagine uh, people turning up at your house. And, and, and also for you, a shock that... You, <laughs> you've had a great day out and you just explain what you explained to me on the January because you didn't hear about all the stuff that we were showing on the news did you? that day. No, no
0: we had people texting us and saying, are people really, um, you know, is there, is there an insurrection? Are people taking over the Capitol? And I was just like, what? <laughs> I mean, we saw what was happening, but I said, it's okay ca- it was chaos. There was definitely chaos, but there were so many other things that were going on behind the scenes that nobody knew about. And it's like, This is the whole thing. See, they knew this was a, this was organic thing. They wanted everybody to come up there to protest the election being stolen. And then what does the enemy do? He infiltrates it to show why now we're nothing but a bunch of white supremacists and and, uh, white nationalists. And we're, we're terrorists. And it's not true. None of those things are true. None of us are violent. We're not violent people. We didn't commit violent crimes. And, uh, but when they showed up at my door and then come to find out, tell me they've been following me. And I said, well, you ought to know all about my life if you've been following me, because I even asked the guy, like, you've been sitting out my house, outside my house, following me. he's like, like, I know you went the other day to Home Depot, bought a piece of wood because I had a chicken coop out back. And he said, I know you were going to buy a piece of wood. And I said, you followed me there? And he goes, actually, I got out, went inside, watched you make the purchase. I had to do the whole thing. I was like, you've been sitting out, like, talk about freaked out. (laughs) I mean, to this, after that happened, I would always pay attention. If a car turned twice after me, I have nothing to hide, but at the same time, it's a little creepy, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but anyway, so they, they come in and, and, and after that, man, after we got home that day, I looked at my wife, I'm like, I got to start this because I mean, if I don't speak out against these, these evils and these things that they're doing to people who will, I mean, that's what they want us all to do is to stay silent and I'm not speaking against them in an evil manner. All I'm saying is this is unlawful. This is unconstitutional. And these things are not right. And why are they doing these things to us? Is because they want to kill your spirit. They want to whip you into submission to where you no longer, just like in the slave days, you hear about them building the pyramids or any of this, anything that went on with slavery. What do they do? They want to whip you into submission. When you come out and say, I'm not doing that. They'll beat you until you uh, you submit to them. And this is the thing that I believe that Harry is, combating and trying to get out to everybody which is we the people have these rights we have these inalienable inalienable rights and uh, based on the constitution based on the declaration of independence and i believe our our president donald john trump knew no know, knows all these things and i believe that what we're watching right now is the dismantling of, of the, the cabal i mean we're watching the dismantling of it's the greatest awakening you know this is the great awakening this is going to be the thing that makes people realize like going out and having a nine to five job just for instance we weren't designed for these things this is what they created i mean a mortgage that we have on our house you separate those words more engage. it's a death grip they want to do this they want to put this death grip on you so you go out you go nine to five well first it actually all starts when you're a child they take you in the vaccine program then your parents stick you in the vaccine program and then from then stick your kids in school we'll teach them for 12 years oh why don't you go let them go another five to four to eight years to get degrees and we'll indoctrinate them all the way to when they come out, they're going to be so indoctrinated. You won't even recognize your own child. And so this is the system that we grow up in. And it is hard to realize. I mean, it's hard to realize that people up there are making laws and rules for us that are super hard on you. I lived in Israel for three years, actually. Uh, Back in 2000, from 2005 to 2008. And I saw firsthand, I mean, Israel's very Americanized. I mean, if anyone that's been there, it's it's great, but it's a nice place, nice place to live. But the government is so corrupt. The government is so corrupt. I mean, when you come in and then they have their elections and what happens is they have all these seats that they have. And so immediately it starts a negotiation. What are you going to give me? Well, I'll give you this. And so then it's just, there's the corruption before he even steps into power. And, and we thought we had a democracy here in the United States. And one of the things I ask you about, like Donald Trump, one of the things that I love about the guy is we've been a communist nation, people for a long time. He 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 woke us up to the fact that we already are communists. He woke us up to the fact that we have people that have infiltrated our government, sleeping with Chinese spies, selling our intel secrets. I mean, how didn't any people realize the whole thing with Eric Swalwell and um Adam Schiff, not being put on those Intel committees, they're making millions selling those secrets that they're seeing in these committees and selling them across the pond to China, to our enemy. I mean, this is treason people. And uh, what happened? Donald Trump exposed all these things. They could, the hate, the anger that they had within them comes it oozed out. It's like a sponge. You squeeze a sponge. You're going to see what comes out. They got squeezed. They got their revenue cut off. And so what happens that evil oozed out of them? I agree with, with Harry though. I mean, like a lot of these people are front people. They've been blackmailed. They've been put in those positions. I pray God they come out of this. I mean, I I believe everybody's going to be given a chance to come out or has been given a chance, whether they did or not. And uh, that's what we need to pray for is that these people do realize that the evil that they're in, and and they may be in it for, it took me a while to get to the place to where I didn't hate, (laughs) you know, looking at these people watching them on the their news and saying evil things and hateful things. I mean, even about me, I, I get hate letters. My dad got hate letters for months after the January 6th thing. And uh, wow. it's crazy. Step down, do all these things, get up, you know, basically fall on the knife. You're just the scum of the earth is what they would say. And, uh, you know, I'd laugh because it's laughable. It's not what the Bible says about me. So I, I don't believe it. And, uh, you know, we just have to, we have to, we, the people have to stand up take what's ours, which is this country, not in a nonviolent way. And it is possible. And I, Harry does have a great thing on common law. He did talk, touch a little bit on it, but I was really surprised how good he is at that. And he, he researched it and he learned it. And it's extremely important. It's like, you know, there's a lot of Christians out there that don't know the Bible. Well, how could you be a Christian and spend time with God if you don't even know the Bible? What is His Bible? The Bible is His Word. How can you be a United States citizen and not know your laws, not know your rights? What are our rights? Our rights are the Constitution, and common law. And if you don't know and you're not well versed on those things, what's going to happen? They're going to run roughshod right over top of you and just give you all these. You know, the Bible also says our people, my people, suffer, perish for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge of what was the knowledge of him. But in this case, we suffer as Americans or any country out there because we don't know our rights. And I believe again, going back to him, that Donald Trump made these things, made us aware of all these things. And I don't believe it was just him. I believe God used this man to bring about something wonderful. And how could any Christian, I say this all the time, come against somebody that's for you. It's like, how do you beat the hand of the guy that's trying to help you out? If you know what I'm saying? (laughs)
1: Yeah. And, and it's obvious he's for you and, and the people that are Christians that are anti-Trump. Uh, and then I ask you, well, who are you pro then? Because if you're anti-Trump, don't worry about him for a second. Who are you pro? Because every other person is anti-God. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's
1: exactly <laughs> and, it. And, and, and there's your answer straight away. And, and for me... This is the first time ever where the momentums just continue to build. So the people that are in denial that refuse to accept it, you have to admit to yourselves too. Look how many more people are talking about this now. Look how much more awareness has come onto Joe Biden. And, and here's okay. another one. When people argue with me on, on Trump, I'm said, "What so, you voted for Joe Biden?" And I just again, I hold the silence. They can't even admit to that. So if you can't even admit to who you voted for, don't worry about me. Like don't worry about me. I'm good. But answer that question first. Right. What about the doctors that you paid attention to? Did who did you trust then? Oh, so you made those decisions all on your own. Okay, well trust my decision now and let me share with you some information. And and that's the thing as well, what with this, because it's an individual battle, this awakening, it's not about me. I call myself a sharer. I share information and I put my take on it or my knowing or my truth. I also, like you just importantly said, go and look yourself because this is this time though. It's not like the start of COVID where everything you look into, is quite fearful and you don't know what's happening. Now I'm encouraging go and look now because we're saying we're going into the most amazing place. Why are you arguing against that? And if you are arguing against that, what do you think is going to happen? All right. Way up. <laughs> Give, just have a look at this one first. There's one documentary I encourage everyone to go and watch is the Great Awakening, the bonfire guy on YouTube. And it it shows you Trump's trip around the world, 2017. And my question to you always after that, when did Trump lose control? And and you won't be able to answer that question. And you're seeing him now. He's very being spoken. But if you listen to what he's talking about, he says, wars are looming, but I can sort this into 24 hours. Um, I've got the military and I rebuilt the military, spent 2.5 trillion on them. Where are they? They're under Trump, they're waiting. He created all the peace deals, he's got that. He's got all the relationships with all the world leaders. So I foresee that we're gonna get taken towards this war because I think it's gonna, well, I know it's gonna wake up a lot more people. Oh my God, this is actually happening, all these evil people. And the solution is the man that's always been fighting against them. And it's almost like, ah. Oh, and then what you said, it's not just him. He's been the bait guy that's wound them up so much that they've mm-hmm. gone after his taxes. They've raided mar lago But Trump's been clean the whole time. But what it has done is now we go in their taxes. The House are doing that now. Now we go into Biden's property and Mike Pence, because they already set the wheels in motion. And so it's a counter to a counter and it's all strategically planned. And again, it's the final part. So I encourage people, let go of any fear now and go into this awakening with full presence and enjoy it because it becomes a gift when you are present. And this is the only time this is awakening is ever going to happen It's now. So for me, it's every negative you're showing on the news. Just know that there's a positive there. You just need to go and find it.
0: And it's so good that you just said the time is now, because it is like almost like a something that's been there in front of your face the whole time. It's just all of a sudden like the wool was like pulled away. You're like, what in the world? How did you miss this? But it's because of the timing. It's the timing of God. It's that now is the time for these things to come to fruition. Now is the time for this to change. So, Harry, with that, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, You know, God bless you. I'd love to have you back on again if you're willing to. And uh, I'm going to, you know, uh, just want to say before we go here that just remember, everybody, what I always say, that the best is yet to come for the United States of America and the best is yet to come for the body of Christ. You guys have a great day. God bless you guys.
1: Thank you, Casey. Thank you, everyone.